You're listening to Holistic Living with Hazel, where you are informed, educated, and empowered to live your best holistic life. Happy Cowboy <laughs> Thursday. Uh, okay, okay. Oh, y'all didn't know, know I was coming with that, did y'all? <laughs> Happy Cowboys Thursday and welcome to the Holistic Living with Hazel, where we are informing, educating, and empowering to live our best holistic life. Y'all, I'm so excited today. Mm. We are with the women. Yay! <laughs> We are with the women today for our platform and our last series. Can you believe that? You I can't, started with me I with can't. the first one. Yes, and it has been wonderful. Yes, we went from Plight of the Black Family to Plight of the Black mm. Man. Jerry, you loved that one, didn't you? Yes, <laughs> our producer. Yes, he was on it. And now we're on the last one, Plight of the Black Woman. And I can't tell you guys that you, my listeners, you all have been just just confirmation for me, all the feedback that I've gotten from my inbox to DMs, you know, just the people personally that I know that mm-hmm. have been texting me, just telling me how much this series has helped them. Yes. Wow. And that's all I wanted. You know, like I was told, um, you know, Kenny, I told you, this is not about the money. This is not about right. clout. This is about doing what God has me to do. And that's to get information out and using the platform that he gave me. And so the confirmation of people giving feedback to me has just been phenomenal. And it's going to go on today, too. It's going down with the plight of the black woman with my Ooh. phenomenal guests and yes. co-hosts. Because, you know, my forum is not, I don't have guests. I have co-hosts, okay? Right. So, to reach me today, you can go on Real 1100 AM and download that, or you can go on iHeartRadio. I'm also on Spotify and Apple. Every time I say this stuff, I'm just like, oh, we can go on there. But um, And you can watch us on Facebook Live. We're actually on Facebook Live right now. I think all of us are tuned in yes. to their own platforms. You can go on there. But what I will say is that if you do, please make sure that you still go in and tune in. If mm-hmm. you just go in real quick to, um, to Real 1100, or iHeartRadio that way the ratings okay that's important guys so the ratings and then you can jump back on here on Facebook like I don't just leave it up yeah just just (laughs) Just just give me the ratings just give me the the ratings and then also on my social media you can reach me at um, at Facebook Holistic Living with Hazel or Instagram at Holistic Living with Hazel either one of those platforms um, you are able to reach me on So my phone is like, okay, tripping. All right. And so now um, I want to make sure that we get our our co-host. Squeeze the sides. Yeah. And then, y'all, we're having a little technical difficulties, Mm -hmm. and I'll fix it. Um, But as we're doing it, I want you guys to go around and introduce yourself and let them know um, your name as well as the black woman title okay Mm -hmm. i just want you to know that and we'll start with um miss dr gray of course she has to start with me first (laughs) hello hello can y'all hear me um my name is dr geneva gray and um i am a therapist i'm an educator 
I am a social uh, change advocate, I'm a researcher. Um, I have a private practice out in uh, Snellville, Georgia called Shades of Grey Wellness Center. Hi everybody. Um, <laughs> along with my partner, uh, LaRonda Williams. I have to shout her out, of course. Yes, LaRonda! <laughs> And I'm really, really excited to be here. I, I'm also the founder of a nonprofit group entitled Melanated Reflections, and it is composed of a collection of um, licensed therapists and counselors and social workers and um, PhD level counselors as well. Um, and our goal is to work on changing the, those false narratives about black women in the community. So I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much. And I got the call. I said, of course, I will do this for you, so I'm happy to be here. Yes. All right, go ahead. All right, well, I will go next. Hey, everyone. My name is Lonnie Valentine, and I am an educator by day. I make jokes about that. Um, and I am a transformational certified life coach, owner of Begin Again Connection, where um, I specialize, my niche is relationships, and that's within the family, couples, parents, whatever it may be. I come alongside of individuals, families, couples, and um, assisting them to reach their, to set some goals and reach their goals to um, live a healthier life, um, a better life, and to be able to um, not just exist with one another, but to be able to have a healthy relationship with one another. So that is me. Um, I'm excited to be here. Uh, I am um, been waiting for this, and I am honored that um, I was invited here to um, speak on this topic because we know that there's a lot out there that has to be said, and we're going to dive in. So thank you for having me. And, um, yeah, so buckle up, guys. We're getting ready. Hello everybody, uh, my name is Candace Patterson. I am the owner of I Care Alliance, which is I Create a Reverse Effect. I am a trauma specialist, a mental health clinician, and most of all, I'm a certified life coach. I just want to thank Holistic Living with Hazel for having me back. I was here on the plight of the black family and um, just honored to come back and talk about the plight of the black woman as my primary audience is um, black females. So um, I like to empower by helping you discover who you are, recover who you are, and then empower yourself to be the best person that you can be. So let's get it. All right, we are all in. And I just want to personally thank you guys because these ladies sitting here at this table, you know, just exemplifies what we're going to be talking about today. Um, I was having technical difficulties, so normally I say this in between. But um, Geneva, as well as, do you want me to call you Dr. Gray today? No. Okay, you sure? Because you know we're going to respect <laughs> the title, okay? I appreciate it. Geneva's good. Geneva. Yeah. So, Geneva and uh, Candy, uh, we go way back. And that, exempl again, exemplifies what I'm saying and talking about today. And, and as far as when you need somebody and, you, and you've made that bond, I've right. known these ladies from back in the day. And we have watched, we, we don't talk, well, Candy, I can't say we don't talk every day. But <laughs> we don't talk, you know, in Geneva, we don't, but we watch and we follow and we right. support. 
And as soon as I called Geneva, she was Johnny on the spot. So, you know, I mean, that's what it that's what it means and that's what it's all about. Lonnie, <laughs> I met you through <laughs> Candy. And when we began to talk, it was just like we had been girlfriends. Yes. yes. We were on the same page, the same wavelength. And y'all will hear me talking the show. Y'all, I know I'm gonna. I know it's gonna come up, but I'll let it come up right now. Proximity is power. Yes. Mm. And as Absolutely. we began to grow in this thing, and we began to live, and we're living our lives and going higher, you better watch yeah. who you put around you, right. right? Because that can be the life or death of you. And so I'm just grateful. I always say, even when I started the show, I'm just so grateful um, because I knew that as I began these series and I began these radio broadcasts, I knew I didn't have to call anybody's manager. I ain't gonna have to call nobody's, you know, right. secretary. I can. Call, I knew that I had a Rolodex where I could call those folks that I needed who were experts. And they would be right here, and it has not proven me wrong since. So I just thank you all. So now we're ready to dig in. Yes. Okay. I hope they are ready. I hope y'all ready. Because <laughs> y'all know um, I'm a little cray-cray sometimes. Mm-hmm. And this is near and dear to me because of all those reasons. Um, when we talk about the plight of the black woman, I often like to start, you know, the show with statistics um, and facts based on my research for the particular show. Um, and this is concerning the black woman. You see, we lead families, we're leading movements. You see us leading in political arenas. You see us walking campuses, both HBCUs and predominantly white universities and graduating. You also see us opening up businesses and being catalysts of hiring others, which we know stimulates the economy. But when you talk about or talk to a black woman today, the growing census is that they're feeling like they're forgotten. Hmm. And they often feel like they're underappreciated and devalued. So my question to you guys, um, and we're going to go around and do this together. Um, and I say that, I mean, everyone is going to answer this. Do you feel we are underappreciated and devalued? And why do you feel so in that belief? And I'll start with um, Geneva. Oh, that's a loaded question. Um, of course, I feel like we are devalued. We have been devalued since, I feel like, the beginning of time. Um, and particularly when we look at the relationships of black women with our country um, from slavery. And um, what we were learned in slavery is that, you know, our bodies were not valued. Um, our value came from what it was that we could do for the other person. I got another mic. See, that's how important I am. I get another <laughs> mic. <laughs> um, our value came from what we could do to service other people. Uh-huh. Like, we were mammies. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we were caretakers. What is it that you can do to take care of other people? That's where your value comes from. And if you don't aren't able to do that in some capacity, then that means that you are not valuable. You are invisible. You are, you are not uh, the prize in a lot of ways. And although we, na- we are not in that same space as we were during slavery, there is still that, still that underlying understanding about who we are as mm-hmm. black women. Like, our value is heavily based on what it is that I can do for others. Other people and then now tell you that you're good enough right. but only for a second because it won't last long it right. only lasts until you get to the next thing that you are good enough or that you're doing for other people so I think that's really important to consider 
Exactly. Um, so, um, Candy, let me hear from you. Um, I think that Geneva did an excellent job of giving the historical background of mm-hmm. our feeling of not being valued. So um, I just want to say moving forward, since we know the background of it, we need to start valuing ourselves because we treat people how to treat us. Absolutely. So once we start asserting ourselves, and we're going to get to that, I, I think, um, we got to be careful how we assert ourselves and how mm-hmm. that's interpreted. Yeah. But once we start believing in ourselves, once we elude confidence, then everybody else has to fall in line. So we have to change the narrative of how people see us by changing how we see ourselves. Absolutely. 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 Lonnie. And I will agree. Um, thank you for the historical background. That was, I mean, you can you took the words out of my mouth. Um, I will say that I have this written on page, change the narrative. Um, we have to ask ourselves, where do we get our values from? So now that we're moving forward, where, who's, who dictates how you should be treated? And like Candace said, it's ourselves. So as you are going through life, because we have so many stigmas and things that have happened and we're trying to break those, um, maybe there's generational curses, we have to ask ourselves, who are we allowing to give us our value? (laughs) Our value comes from within. And that's, that's deep, but it has to start from within yourself. Right. I love it. I love it. I, I, I concur with everything that we've talked about because we have to start. And it was interesting because you all, because, you know, I left it open. You know, no one I gave you the option to say, no, I don't feel that way. But you all felt mm-hmm. that, there, you know, as the census has said, it, as I said, that the census is for black women, that we do lead and, and we do all this, but we still don't feel appreciated. Mm-hmm. Right. And I can even say that in the, on, on the job as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to get to that one. so um candy black women have higher rates of many illnesses um when we talk about hypertension breast cancer young at at young ages uh diabetes stroke and lupus um so this is all about the health you know and the wellness of black women these needs are you know there's a better there needs to be a better understanding of these causes of illnesses and i'm going to say that and the determinants of good health but how can we begin to close the gap of that disparity? Ooh, girl, you fall in love with the questions. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. How do we start? I guess that's why I'm the host, right? <laughs> right. You get to do this. I have several things going through my mind, so I'm trying to condense this. Um, for first, because I'm in mental health, um, I have to say stress. Mm. is one of the underlying causes of everything you mentioned. Even down to lupus, you have a severe flare-up when your stress yes. level mm. goes up. You have high blood pressure. You say, They say, mm-hmm. let's take a stress test. Mm-hmm. Having problems with your heart, let's look. Let's look at your stress level, yeah. stroke, stress. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that we need to do is, and we're, I think we're going to talk about this. Y'all, oh, my goodness, um, <laughs> is we have to learn how to take that superwoman cape off mm. and that we can't be everybody, be all, do all. Yes. So reducing our stress level, however, making time because we have that superwoman cape on and we have the children, we have the job. We don't take time to take care of ourselves and to utilize Mm -hmm. that health insurance that we do have or that free clinic that will do all these things for us. It's not assets as it is um, 
having the time or making time for self-care yeah. to take care of these things. Yeah. So yeah. that's yeah. the disparity right there. I think it lies in us taking the time and realizing I need to be here. Everybody's dependent on me to be here. Yeah. So I need to take care of myself. Yeah. Yeah. Lana, yeah. what do you think? The yeah. Closing of the gap. Um, like Candace said, um, just utilizing our our health benefits, the healthcare system. But it also comes to education because there's many a times where we will go to the doctor, we'll get medicine, but there's so many side effects. So we have to be educated on what they're giving us for our high blood pressure. What are they giving yes. us for this? And I'm a big person now to under, really understand more about natural ways to combat high blood pressure, um, diabetes, um, you know, um, even stress. Because we, we come from a long line generation where first we didn't go to the doctor, mm-hmm. then we start going to the doctor and we just believe everything that they say. Right. <laughs> and then we just take the medicine and no one's talking about different types of medicine. Right. They might just give you one pill for high blood pressure, but instead of just taking it, educating yourself on how could I combat this high blood pressure? Right. Like Candace said, stress, but not just stress, our diet, what we eat. Mm-hmm. So looking at just educating yourself and realizing there's more than one way to combat all of these different, whether it's lupus, diabetes, hypertension, we have to have, um, we have to have an accountability group, people to help us. We have to, and it, it starts with your mindset change because everything starts in the mind. So if your thought process is that I'm going to just, I have high blood pressure and I'm going to just take this medicine, you're not going to, you're not going to want to lose weight because you're just going to stay in the medicine if it's doing the job. So, you know, it's like, when are we going to make the changes? Um, oh, my, my, as we say in the, in, uh, in the culture, our sugar level high or our diabetes, what are you doing to change it? And what kind of foods are you eating and understanding? And it takes a lot, but it's taking the time to educate and understand that you cannot have this, but there's alternatives for it. And I just, that goes back to just, natural ways, educating yourself when it comes to that. Yes, I totally agree. Um, Coming from a, um, I know some of my listeners know, um, I too had a stroke in 2012 and it was solely because of how I handled my -hmm. daily life. Mm -hmm. Um, I, you know, I'm just that go-getter and Mm -hmm. I felt like at the time that I was, you know, invincible, that nothing could happen to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ignored mm-hmm. the signs. And I really, to be honest with you, I'm sure I had signs, but nothing that would be alarming, you know. So when they say that it's a silent killer, you know, it really is. And I think that when we have that cape on, mm-hmm. we're not yeah. thinking, you know, we're not. It's just about we got to get it done. Yep. You yep. know, and, yes. you know, being a single woman, my motto which I know I need to stop and I have <laughs> is <laughs> if I don't do it, who is going to do it? Right. You know, but, um, you know, my dad always told me that, you know, I'm not in this world by myself mm-hmm. and I need to conduct that in the, in that fashion. Because if you start thinking that you're in this world by yourself, then everything does yep. fall on you married or not married. Right. You're not in yeah. this world by yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I just want to add uh-huh. to that. Um, you touched on something. 
I think that we normalize for the black woman struggle and being strong. Mm-hmm. And that's why we can't let go let of go. the cape. Mm-hmm. We That was like a crown. You're a strong black woman. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's yeah. a crown. But that yeah. look, that being strong is wearing us out. It is. So um, you're absolutely right. We have normalized that. So now we have to reverse that so that there's some kind of balance. Yes, it is. And I, I think it's twofold okay. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I get the mic again. <laughs> I think it's twofold in a lot of ways. I know y'all, you know, this is a less popular statement, but I'm going to say it anyway. You know, we have to destigmatize this idea of healthy eating and healthy living that comes in the black community, the messages that we send mm. um, generation to generation. And I know y'all have heard many a times, is, oh, we don't eat that white people food, white people eat this, mm. or well, we mm. don't do that's vegan, good. or we don't do vegetarian, or we don't do these things because right. that's just not who we are, or I can't eat food without flavor, or I can't mm-hmm. do this thing, or I don't go to the gym, or I don't do those things. And the truth of the matter is that what we're saying is we're not good enough for those things. Mm. Wow. That's, that's, that's deep. That's, that's deep. Uh, we have to be careful about that stigma that we put. And it's a constant thing. And, and almost start to check ourselves yeah. about where did I learn that from? Yeah. Like, is yeah. that valid? Yeah. Does that make sense? Is right. that valid for my life? If it's, not, if it's not valid for my life, then why am I holding on to these Ooh. ideas mm. about how to manage life in general? Oh. And I want to just add to that. I, I Thank you for that. Thank you for just being transparent yeah. with that because a lot of times we don't want to say it or we don't want to believe something different than what we're used to. And again, like you start out with the historical part of our lives, we have brought things to generation, generation, generation. Like, you know, if you're going to go to a house where there is a black woman on Thanksgiving, you're going to have macaroni and cheese. Like, you're going to have it. <laughs> right. So, and it's nothing wrong with that, but mm-hmm. it, it we have to change our thinking of that those are fellowship fun times, but your life can't be just surrounded around food. I'm a foodie. I love to eat. But I started thinking about I have to eat to live, not live to eat. Right. right. Because if I'm, if I'm always thinking about what I'm going to have next or – I want to go here. And and I I say this joke, but we do it a lot. I will drive across town to go get my favorite strawberry shortcake. But I'm not going to drive across town to go to the gym. gym. (laughs) (laughs) That's right up the street. Right, right. So, yeah. So, it's, and it's that, I mean, I know it's, we we hear the, the cliches or the terms mind shift, mind matters, change your thinking. But like you said, we have to think about, it's a big picture of so much stuff that's out there that we were never privy to. Or that's coming about, and it's not just popular; it's better for us. Yes, yeah, and definitely. Look, and on that, you were talking about the mental health piece. Food, Ooh. we have comfort food, so that's why we don't go to the doctor because we soothe ourselves with that's that right. ice cream yes. or that those chips. So this all goes <laughs> hand in hand, you right. know, on the mental health aspect and the eating. And yeah. we have to learn. We have to really think about where we learn that. Like, where did we learn to make the connection between uh, the eating and the and comfort. Like, when I fell off my bike and my granddaddy said, baby, let me go. go take you to get some ice cream yes. so you can it, feel right better. Yep. Yeah. Let me get you some McDonald's exactly. fries. <laughs> and mama's, mama's kitchen was always just full of love. So yeah, you yeah. just said, yeah, big mama. Yeah. Right. So that is exactly oh. what it is. Mm. Well, we got a caller on. Um, I wasn't okay. accepting phone calls right now, but. <laughs> okay. Let's call him. Let's, let's have him on in, producer. I don't understand why you're not accepting call. Y'all that good information you're sharing. Oh, that's my manager, y'all. 
manager. I am so proud of you, Hazel. Y'all are talking some good stuff. I just want to let you all ladies know you are by me. I can tell you, and plenty of other brothers are so appreciated. you you got to know. I always say every time I go, especially to a grocery store anywhere, and it'd be a lady at the counter, and she'd be like, I said, thank you so much. She said, okay, baby, or sweetheart. Ain't nobody said baby like a black woman. I'm sorry. Right. Oh, my God. So, yeah. I'm proud of you. You're doing such a, this is such a great segment just to honor you women. Uh, even if you have to honor yourselves, I want to let you know I'm proud of you. And all the ladies who I've not seen, y'all doing a great job. Oh, thank, oh, thank, you. thank you. Awesome. I would awesome. take this call any day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Well, look. That's the thing. You ain't nothing like a strong black man that's going to give a strong black woman their kudos. Yes. 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 So you continue you. to do what you do. I appreciate you. I love all, I love all y'all whom I've not seen, and of course you hate them. So y'all mm-hmm. keep doing great. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay, bye bye. Okay, my dimples are like hurting right now. Okay. Um. So we are um going to hit something that's near and dear to all of us sitting at this table. But um, Geneva, I'm going to let you carry this this torch for us today. Um, where we talk about mental health and women are at least twice as likely to experience an episode of major depression as men, mm-hmm. according to the study. And I went to this study mm-hmm. of Dr. Erica Richards. She's a chair and medical director of Department of Psychiatric and Behavioral Health at Sibley Memorial Hospital. She did an extensive research on um, black women and mental health. And she stated that this was compared to their to our Caucasian counterparts. OK, Absolutely. so it was that was solely the the difference in right there um, from the our Caucasian counterparts. African-American women are half as likely to seek help. Hmm. Wow. So why do you feel black women do not seek mental health services? Hmm. OK. So I can go in so many different directions with that. But I will talk from my clinical experience. I work with lots of phenomenal black women um, who uh, come into therapy for a lot of different reasons. And so one of the things that I think is that comes up a lot of times for black women is the feasibility of coming into therapy. Like I don't have the time logistically. I'm, mm. I've, my, my plate is so full. And I talk to them about this top down method that they often have where everybody else is important. All I got to make sure the kids are good, the house is good, the family is good, and then I'll get to me. And when we have that top-down idea, um, mental health is kind of at the bottom rung. Like we, when we think about what's important, that doesn't necessarily. When we think about, oh, I have, to, I need to go to work, I need to pay the bills, I need to get some food on the table, my kids need clothes. Those things become the priority. Because remember. Value comes from how well you take care of other people, not how well you take care of yourself. So that's the first one. The other thing I think a lot of times happens with black women, and this is something that I think is um, an ongoing struggle for many of us, is that feeling of sharing my innermost thoughts, feelings, vulnerabilities, Mm. my uh, personal struggles, Mm. the things that make me insecure. I can't, those are the things that I don't talk about. You know why? Because I I learned in my family that you don't talk about those things. Mm. You know, I have matriarchs in my family Mm. who have struggled through their life and they just keep on moving. They don't talk about it. Grandmama wasn't sad and didn't cry and and she just kept things moving. So you develop this mentality that 
you know what? I don't I don't need to talk about it. I just need to dig deeper and try harder mm. to be better. If I could just co- accomplish these things, then that will be okay. And I don't need to deal with that. Oh, that you're kind of talking, stuff. Dr. Ooh, boy. Gray, you yes. talking, oh, my gosh. Yes. Can we get a hand clap for that? <sighs> yes. Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus. I need a hand clap sound. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Yes. Oh I, I, I feel strongly about this. Again, like I said, we all here with the mental health background. My question out of that to mm-hmm. you is, is it because that we're doing all of this is it because we think that makes us feel good or that helps our mental health? Does that make sense? Do we feel like we're doing all of this and it's because that makes me feel... Because I've heard people say, it makes me Mm -hmm. feel good to, you know, have my kids, you know... Okay, I don't have kids, so I may be a little... um, (laughs) Y'all may look at me sideways, but y'all do a lot of extra stuff for your kids, okay? I've seen parents, women especially, I mean... You getting stressed out of uh, something that's two, three times more than this should should, should be. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So that's why my question is, um, are we finding our that our value in that? Mm-hmm. Now I can't say that's for all women, all black women, but I I will say a vast majority of black women that I've encountered, yeah, your value comes from, uh, like how good your kids look my i may be disheveled and unhealthy <laughs> but my kids but my kids they look <laughs> good they clean they mm-hmm. hair comb they fed our value comes from that and so and so it makes us it makes it a whole lot more difficult to dig deeper and also we learn that sometimes what happens is we are um like shunned upon or or people see us as yeah. oh you're being selfish or you are you not considering your kids you're you're not a good mama you're not a good this you're not a good that you're being selfish and it's not about being selfish and i, I those it's those internalized messages that keep us stuck so many times mm. and we've learned that message i think mm-hmm. you were talking about it before candace that idea that about the strong black woman that is so detrimental to who we are it is it, it is, really it is. takes away from our real our ability to be vulnerable yes and it takes away from our ability to be human mm-hmm. you know in yeah. a lot of ways yeah because I know I often tell parents that come in the office is that you can't be the best parent if you're not healthy mind body and spirit right. yes. and if you yes. have that mentality to keep going keep going keep going then eventually the very thing that you're trying to do you're counteracting that you yes. know what I mean Definitely. you have to be whole yourself yes. and going above and beyond and being stressed about that is not going to get you there right Right. so i just that i mean that's important to me because i've just seen so many black women um that's a big that's a big issue yeah. Or how to, we, you know, we talk about this all the time. You know, this is it's one of those things. It's an ongoing conversation. But one thing that always comes up is how do you do it? Yeah. What does it look <laughs> like? We can complain about or talk about all the things that are wrong. But like, what does that look like to be whole? What does it look like to put the self first? What does it look like to be mentally, physically and spiritually healthy? A lot of black women don't know that. No, I think that um, even for myself, um, I've been in mental health. What I've known you all, what, 15 years? Mm -hmm. Like, so it's been like 15 years. And even I have gone through an evolution 
mm-hmm. I will say, to where I'm truly understanding um, the healing. Right. Yeah. And that, you know, to put boundaries up even with family because I took mm-hmm. satisfaction in being a great wife. Right. I took satisfaction right. in being a good mom, all to the detriment of I'm tired. And what yeah. I taught my family without even knowing it is that they can depend on me. So it became go ask. I told my daughter even today, she said, Are we eating leftovers today? I said, I don't know. Ask your daddy. <laughs> you know, ask you have a daddy. You know, the other day she needed to go. You have a license. You have a daddy. You can go. I was putting on clothes and they said, Hey, Candace, no, you yeah. don't have to go. Yeah. And so I say that to say, I had to understand what my worth was, that I could put up boundaries, and that it was okay to say no. Because when I said no, guess what? It gave them the opportunity to figure it it out. out. They come to me because I conditioned them to come to me. And I'm saying I'm tired and I'm frustrated. But, boo, you made those monsters. Yeah. You made them, and, and like, you, <laughs> and just like she, I made them. You made so them. I got to decondition. I mean, de- you know, get, de- yep. get people re um, conditioned to my reprogram. That's there it. you go to how this ship is gonna run with my mental health and my peace. That's my word, peace. Mm-hmm. With my peace not being interrupted, and we go. can all coexist. Because when I'm happy, everybody's happy. Yes. <laughs> and, and you know what she said. And it's funny she said that because. <laughs> And and it's in you know you said that because there's many times as women what we do is because you said it Hayes we take on so much or we're go 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 but half the stuff nobody even asked us to do mm-hmm. and that's the thing that so when I laid in my bed all Saturday from a.m. to p.m. and it was okay because I wanted to rest I the old me would have been like okay I gotta do this my grandsons are okay and I was like they'll be fine. <laughs> They'll be fine. And, and guess what? They were fine. Yeah. And so it was so, but it's a, it's a learned behavior. And you, right. have to, you have to practice it. It's not going to happen overnight. Yes. But we cannot, when you said about the mental health and women just getting the help that they need, we have so much, some women have so much <laughs> down inside of us that right. we have buried, yes. that we don't want touched, mm-hmm. that we don't want to go get help because if i go here oh no she's gonna open up some stuff Mm -hmm. and now it could ruin the family it could ruin it it will just and so you have to still at some point you have to take that plunge to get the help and do the work yes do the work you can't heal what you don't reveal yes you can't address what you don't acknowledge that's it that's it so, guys, we are going to keep moving because um, we have so many things that we want to touch. And um, so we're going to keep it moving and we're going to address everything. Um, we're – okay, let me think about this one. Reality shows. Oh, boy. <laughs> do y'all think – well, let me say this. We're going to get one person to answer. We're going to keep it moving. We're going to do it like that. Um, <laughs> Candy, do you think reality shows represent the black woman? Absolutely not. Okay. Um, but I do think that it is shaping the black woman. Mm. Negative and, and positively. The, <laughs> right. Um, I have a guilty pleasure of my 16-year-old and I watching a couple of reality shows mm-hmm. together. And that used to not be my thing. But what I do is I turn it into a 
learning teaching moment where it's like you see now what she did that's not how you treat a friend now mm-hmm. see right there that's being shady those are the kind of people you need to watch out mm-hmm. for so the thing about it is no it does not represent us but for those who are not having healthy conversations with our millennials because mm-hmm. we're supposed to be their midwives at this point and without our younger kids mm-hmm. They are getting energy that we are supposed to fuss. We're supposed to be nasty right. to each other. We don't support each other. We're supposed to be shady. But my thing is, because it's in my face and I can't control my daughter's access to it, let's be real, mm-hmm. it's everywhere. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy it with her, and I'm going to take those opportunities to teach her what we don't. And what she sees is healthy women around me, mm-hmm. and she sees yeah. her mom. Yes. I'm her first role model, and yeah. I remind her of that. So what we're talking about more so is balance. Um, that mm-hmm. we need to have a balance, and I'm just gonna go to say if you ain't if you ain't stable in your own mind, right. you don't need to be watching no. the housewives because that you know what I'm saying. No, right, not at all. <laughs> you need to do a self check. That's yeah. all I'm gonna say about that. Okay, yeah. you need to do a self check if you're not in yourself. If it if it is not just entertainment to you, and and that's debatable because we all know everybody's has their yeah. own thing of entertainment. Right, and I know some women and men. I mean, can despise, you know, these shows. And I get it. I do, too. Um, but I will <laughs> say this. If you are not a stable black woman in your own right and mind, <laughs> please let, 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 go watch something else. Go watch Don't go that. watch Snapped or uh, 48 right. Hours, though. Yeah. That, that, the, um, what's that show? The next 48 Hours? What's the show they got 48 Hours to um, solve a crime? The next 48 Hours. That's the next 48 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah, Y'all watch them shows. Don't watch them shows. First 48. First, first, first 48. 48. See there? See there? Yeah, first, yeah, 48. first 48. Yes. Yeah, okay, right. so thank you, Candy, for that because I just wanted to touch on that because when we do talk, you know, about this topic, we have to put, we got to put that in right. there somewhere. Yeah. That's not our yeah. role model. Right. But this next topic, um, we're yeah. going to, um, we're gonna we're gonna take a break right here, and we're gonna take a two minute break because um, this is about to get real right here. Um, we're gonna start talking about relationships. Yeah. Oh boy. Greatest, my latest, my greatest inspiration. 
this thing relationship and I need some help okay we're going to first talk about that are you okay Candy? I am keep it moving keep it moving one monkey don't stop the show so we're going to talk about the relationship female bonds um and this is very near and dear to me um when it comes to the, what we talked about earlier that female um bond that relationship that you know you have that that woman that can you know those women that you can depend on it doesn't matter if you talk to them every day or if you talk if you don't talk to them for you know you or you talk to them every day um i i have struggled with this to be very transparent and it it comes from childhood um but i as an adult i realized that it is important to have strong healthy relationships Mm -hmm. with women it really is important Mm -hmm. And you're missing out. And, you know, a lot of times when you hear a woman say, oh, I don't have, I don't hang around girls. I don't hang around women. It's a problem. It's a problem somewhere now. You know, I love sports and everything. But, and I used to be one of those women. But Mm -hmm. I realized it was something more deeper from that statement. And so, do you all feel that black women are supportive of each other? And how important is that to have healthy bonds? Uh, let's take that, uh, Lonnie. Um, wow. <laughs> I do believe that there is a level of support. Like you said, from your childhood, things you struggle with. I believe that um, for myself, I will say I've, I've had female friends, but I hung around with a lot of guys growing up. I mean, mm-hmm. I had a lot of guy friends. And reason being, not knowing it then, women were, they were just messy. They were messy. They're scandalous. scandalous. Go ahead and talk, call um, them out. They petty. You know, they you, scandalous. This, everything. All of the above. Yes. And, and it took me. Now, the blessing for me is I had two sisters and we were very, very close. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to really go outside of my house to really find extra female friends until I got older and we start, you know, separating apart, living in different places. But, um, it's very important to have healthy bonds because women, we're relational. Mm-hmm. Whether we like it or not, we're, we, we're sisters. We say that, you know, I know we use it like loosely, but you have to have, and I always say at least two to three people that you can call up at any drop of the hat, cry with, laugh with. Mm-hmm. I need you to pray with me. If you're, if you're a believer, I need you to just listen I don't want any advice or talk me through this because and as a married person, I can't go to my husband for everything. If it has to do with him, 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, right. I'm going to go to him and say, I need you to pay for me because you acting, you know what I mean? I can't say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's, you know, even, even just being single and going through the motions of before I was married, like, okay, what am I doing? You know, I want to date. But it's very important to have those healthy. And you have, and it's almost like trial and error because sometimes you might get someone you think that it's healthy. They and petty. Then they, they, they petty. They tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> they petty or they, mm-hmm. or they're still in your guy, your, your guy yeah. plan. Or so it is very important, and and I hate to say it, it it could be child error, but don't give up because we need that. Right, like, we do. This is awesome to me. Like I just met both you guys. I mean, I know we like kindred spirits, mm-hmm. but we have to do more of this. Yes, like yes. and be okay with being different, but supporting each other. Yes. And we 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 have to have it. We do. We do have to have it, and I want to you know I, for women out here, my listeners. Work on yourself every day. Every day. If you have these issues and things, work on yourself because it's okay. We all have things we need to work on. But when you know that you're one of these things I'm calling out, please <laughs> work on yourself because it doesn't it, – you're, you're, you're really doing yourself a disservice. Yes. yes. I can't tell you how much – how much your life would be more rich and full yes. to 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 operate in a circle where people where women are encouraging one another, pushing one another, they're taking each other to each they're not jealous of one another right. when they move from height to height. Actually that is your come up as well. Thank you. Oh <sighs> boy. That is the story I'm, of I, my I, life. I just need us to understand that I pray for it every single mm-hmm. day because I see it in my own life. Yes. And for you women who are there and you're encouraging and you're moving up, don't worry mm-hmm. about what's, what if the claps you mm. get. Don't worry about who supports you. Yeah. Don't worry about right. any of those things. Just keep moving. Yes. Just keep Focus. moving. That's, right. I, that's one of the things that I look back on as I got older. I did not recognize people say so and so's jealous of you, so and so's envy of you, and I'm talking, like, no, talking, they're not, no, about they're that. not. <laughs> and the reason why is because I'm not a jealous person. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not an envious person. And the thing about it, this is not something I discovered as an adult. This has always been me. Mm-hmm. And so, because I don't know what jealousy and envy looks like, I actually was ignorant mm-hmm. to when people mm. were jealous or envious about um of me but people around me could see it yeah but so as an adult now now that my spiritual life has grown I always say okay when I'm interacting with people (laughs) am I with them because they're available or their assignment and if they are an assignment then God is going those available people they're going to drop off anyway but the thing about it is and look and I'll go on record and you all can testify for this (laughs) there is no reason to ever be jealous of, of me because if I eat Everybody yes. connected yep. to me, you yes. are going to yep. yes. eat. Yes. I mean, if I can plug you, if I'm not eating, hey, I, yes. I'm, I'm starving over here, but yes. this is your area. Yes. Hey, come get this over here. Yes. Right, I, right, that's, right. That's just me. Right. And yes. so um, I wish that more women would aspire to be that way and that we all come together to support one another like Lonnie said as right. we are sitting here mm-hmm. so um you're missing out that's all I can say yes, you're missing yes, out, you're yes, missing out yes. when you when you're when you when you're when you have that type of spirit mm-hmm. you're missing out because we will it's discerning it, it's right. very it discerning is. like you can see uh, you can see when people are struggling with their own internal stuff. And this is Mm. something that I have struggled with for my entire life. And I think that um, 
what I've learned over the years um, from some girlfriends who just had to teach me, you know, some <laughs> real ones, you mm-hmm. know, that you got to have them conversations that you've got to go to take to the grave. Is one thing is that people put on, people perceive you, women, black women, we connect with each other and we perceive Ooh. each other based on the lens of our own insecurities. Yes. So we have on our own glasses that are insecure of insecurity and it's different. <laughs> it's so silly. It's different for different people. So yes. my insecurity may be my hair your mm-hmm. insecurity may be your nails your, right. you know we all have our so if you come in and you're looking at me and you're seeing that I have something that that you struggle with that you make it insecure you better, then yeah. what happens is you mm. turn against me right. because that's your insecurity exactly. I call it your lenses right yes <laughs> you, you're trying to define people through your own heels and they're blind your and they're blind it's like a bl- but it's a blind spot for many people yeah. because it comes out oh it comes out in this way of uh uh, oh, she just she's standoffish. She thinks she's better. She's this or she's that. Mm. Uh, you know, and it's and it's been an ongoing thing. And I, for many, many, many years, I spent a lot of time trying to bend and shape and mold myself mm. into this space, and even shrinking myself mm. sometimes yeah. to make other people around feel me cool. feel better. Boy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I was losing my momentum, losing my purpose, losing mm-hmm. my value, my understanding of myself. Because I'm trying to make everybody be okay. Like, even dumbing down some stuff. My friend sent me this message on, on Facebook the other day, and it made me cringe. But I, I told him that I was going to embrace it. He said, I met you. You were fierce, and now you're ferocious. And I said, oh, I said, oh wait, hold up. I'm not ready for that. That's the opposite. But I stopped myself and said, you know what? I am. I am. I can be yes. ferocious. Yes. And you can be ferocious. And you, and can, you can be, be and we can be ferocious together. <laughs> you know, my dad always says, don't allow anybody to occupy space in your mind that that's they ain't right. paid for. They ain't paid right. for. Right. And that's why we have to make sure that we don't make other people struggle. Right. Yes. I tell them, that's your struggle. That ain't mine. Right. Because if I continue to acquiesce, to yes. that not to that behavior mm-hmm. then i'm going to miss my blessing yes. i'm going to miss yes. what what is be trying to be trying to be portrayed to me and given to me um and i can't do that i'm not i i don't have the time to do that yes. Mm. Yes. so i really want to make sure that we hone in that black women as we again mm. i'm gonna give my discussion Please work on work, work on, on yourself. yourself. Yeah. If it's not if it's not for somebody, work it up for yourself. For I'm yourself, telling you, yeah. you're missing out. Yes, you're missing out. Dating. Can I add one more thing really quickly? I know we're <laughs> time one, is quick. One Real quick. second. Okay, because <laughs> it, it can tie into the dating. Okay. That's fine. Okay. I know, I know. I we get. Told I, get her, the, we told I know. Her when she said, "I was like, y'all, I, 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 I no. try. I'm trying to get it in so much. It's just oh." But I, I do want to hit on the dating um, for those. I know mm-hmm. all y'all in here married, but we got a lot of listeners that are still dating. And um, I, when we talk about dating for the black woman, we could go. That's a whole nother segment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I want to ask you, um, and I'll let um, um, Lonnie, was yours pertaining to dating? No, you can go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I'll, I'm sorry. I'll touch on it. We're going to roll it after. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be on a little bit after. You, but, uh, <laughs> uh, we can do Facebook Live. Yeah, Candy, <laughs> when, you talk, when we talk about dating, um, for that black woman who is single and is still out here trying to mm. connect, um, do you feel like there's stigma against that 
against us, because I can put myself in that category, because I often hear it. I tell you, I often hear it. Why are you still single? Why are you still single? Mm. Uh, I felt like I got a disease. Right. Where do you, where do you feel like that's coming from? Mm. Oh, goodness, Hazel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. And I know some people, like, this probably is, like, a touchy. And it's going to touch on yours, but it's a little off a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think that the independent woman mindset has, um, for the black woman, mm-hmm. and we're not going to talk about the past because we could go into, like, people start saying, well, we had to be. Okay, right. we understand that. We so now that. We're, we're forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so with that, the strong independence along with I ain't got time to be healing nobody. Mm. Girl, you sound like me. (laughs) (laughs) We can have a session after this. (laughs) Geneva can give you therapy. I can give you coaching. No, (laughs) and Lonnie can give relationships. (laughs) But no, but I think that um, I think that that has complicated the dating scene for the black woman. Right. Mm. Um, Is that you know we have had to be independent. So so many independent. of us being independent as mm-hmm. well as the dating pool. Okay. Yeah. You got to be more I, open. I don't, I think I, I, I give me, I partially agree with that. Yeah. I need 30 seconds on that, Janine. Yeah, I think that what has to happen is um, we have to be able to discern the difference, understand the difference between, okay, I'm independent, but I still need, I need the emotional fulfillment. Yeah, I mean, I need you to pay my bills. But I need the emotional fulfillment. I need the closeness, the connectedness, the security. Yes. And so, so that's that's the balance. It's not yes. one or the other, you know. Right. Because I, I still say I need a man. Okay. Awesome. And, and, and you and it's a need and a want, like you I just said. I don't know about the need. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know about the need. I need but and I want, want you, my desire. Man. Yes. Is yes. to be. You, yeah, when I when I need to hang up some stuff and things like that, I be yeah, yeah, yeah. I do need a man. I told Lonnie, <laughs> you, 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 you should hang that stuff up. It's just it. not what you desire to do. Yeah. I told Lonnie the other yeah. day though that a woman <laughs> may say I don't need a man, and but we saw a clip where yep. a man said, "Well, what can you bring to the table?" Yep. And I was like, so we listened to this thing, and I sent her a message, and I said. The problem is we're so busy saying why we don't need each other that we have lost focus on That's why right. do we need yes, each other. Yes. Exactly. You, exactly. You know what, Candy? And don't you li- said that. <laughs> Guys, listen, I am so excited right now. We had a show for you. And guess what, y'all? I feel like because I can we're coming back for this one. We got a lot more to talk about. We got a lot more to come. Need. We need to come back on we this one. We need a part two. If y'all want us to come back, I need y'all to get on your Facebook yes. lives. I need yes. you to get on Holistic Living with Hazel and let me know. Yeah, so she okay. can tell manager it's a part two. Geneva, comment. I want you to take us out. I want you to give us a takeaway for all those women who listen today and needing, needing a way to continue on, whether to start anew or to continue doing what they're doing. Can you take us on on home with that? And listen to the Real 1100 AM and iHeartRadio. Here you go, Geneva. Oh, wait, she put that on me right there. (laughs) Um, I appreciate it, though. You know, it's something that I love to talk about. So first off, every black woman, if you're listening to this, you're watching us on Facebook Live, please, please stop. And tell yourself that you are good enough. Yes. Yes. You would not be on this planet if you weren't good enough. 
Your value was already established as soon as you were birthed into this earth. And there is no person or, or situation or political party that can take away from or add to your value. You are valuable just the way you are. Your hair being blue, green, purple, long, straight, full of weave, braids, whatever. You are perfect in all ways. And you are, it is okay. It is okay for you to begin to challenge some of those Things that you learned in childhood about the value of black women, the value of a woman in general, who you are and what you need to do. I'm getting a signal from my producer. <laughs> what I need to do. All right. We are leaving right now, guys. I just want to say yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Geneva. Thank you for allowing us to, to get a takeaway from today. And, guys, we are going to come back. I hope my, my co-host will come back with me oh, so that we can do a part two to this. And I thank you again for all your support. Love you all. Thank you for listening to Holistic Living with Hazel. Tune in to iHeartRadio or TheReal1100.com. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to Holistic Living Podcast with Hazel.